Hi, I'm Grace. I'm Cynthia. And I'm Pajita. We are three of the most average basic bitches out there. And we are so bored. So we did the most millennial thing and started a podcast. We have been friends for nearly 20 years since our freshman year of college. We will be chatting about shit that only mid-30-year-olds care about. So get in or get out. Hey friends, um, so what uh, was the most millennial thing you did this week? Don't be jealous, <laughs> but I went and saw Hanson this week <laughs> for the first time. Yes! Okay, well, <laughs> let me just say mine real quick. That's mine too. I okay. went and saw Hanson as well. <laughs> Different shows, not together, but yes. OMG. How did you like it? I loved it. Right? It was really fun. I didn't know too many of the songs, but I feel like they do like a good job of incorporating like the different moves they do with each song. Like there's like definitely devoted girls who know the moves already. <laughs> yes. You can like follow them, but no, it was a lot more fun than I thought. And they were a lot more talented than I thought they would be, which I don't right? know why. I mean, they've been playing professionally for 30 years. Like, of course, they're great musicians. <laughs> But also, I feel like they're actually more your style than you probably would have ever imagined. Yeah, for sure. They are so fun in concert. I'm very jealous, um, particularly because they, they're coming to Minneapolis when I am not here. So yeah. I will not be seeing them. But there's like I've always had such a good time at a Hanson concert. I was bummed because I wanted them to play the Penny and Me song, but they didn't. Oh, they didn't? Yes, they had to have. They always play it. They didn't. Not at mine. That's my friend. (laughs) I have another friend who saw uh, Nashville on Friday, Atlanta on Saturday, and I think Bellingham on Sunday. And she said Nashville had the worst playlist. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. What a true fan. I don't even think I would do that. Well, we um, did I one think she time regretted food. it. Well, I mean, we sort of did that, but that's a lot of traveling. That is. One yeah. time we did D.C. and then Richmond. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's one thing I miss about the area was that you could do D.C., Baltimore, Northern Virginia, or yeah. Richmond. Yeah. And they're all so close together. Yep. It's like Nashville where you can drive to Memphis or st louis like that's it yeah. <laughs> birmingham it could atlanta too i guess atlanta's three and a yeah, half hours i'll say all those are like over like two hour drives though i think oh yeah yeah for sure but yeah man i love hansen so much i made my sister who only knew one song <laughs> go to the show with me also she's like six years younger so she's not even in the time of hansen at their prime we had a great time. I love them. Yeah, I thought I would only know like Umba, but I knew like one or two other ones. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why I was sad. I didn't. They didn't play Petty and Me. I can't believe that. Still, I'm so sorry for you. I was gonna record it for you guys, but uh, I love that one. <laughs> I feel like there was a concert, Grace, that you and I went to that they didn't play Penny and Me, and I don't remember. It might have been the one that was in Alabama, maybe. Yeah, we were probably pissed. Yeah. <laughs> But obviously forgot about it, but yeah, or not, I guess. I remember how much you hated Alabama. Hated oh. it. We can get into that later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Roommates. 
but yeah, but one good thing about me living in Alabama is Birmingham was halfway between me and Pooch. So we oh, met in Birmingham. Nice. I do like Birmingham. Show one time. Yeah, yeah, and then I got pulled over on the way home because oh, <laughs> I was driving too fast listening to Taylor Swift and I wasn't paying attention to the speed limit. And I did get a ticket. Mm. But I think that was my last ticket I got. So that was like... 10 what? years ago? 10 years ago. So that's not bad. I think that's yeah. the last time I got pulled over. Well, I don't know if that was after your wedding or before your wedding, Grace. Uh, before. Before. So maybe it was the last one. <laughs> <laughs> but it was around the same time period. So I think that was okay. Yeah. Amazing. So there's a Hanson shirt that I want that I just keep on not buying. But Which one? It. It's a picture. It has a picture of the Hanson brothers when they were young. So like when they had their really long hair. But mm-hmm. then underneath it says Nirvana. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like in the yes. band font. That's hilarious. They were like out of every at the time because we went after the show. Yeah. I didn't love any of many of those shirts, but I'm definitely getting that Nirvana one sometime. Yeah, that's hilarious. So that funny. So funny. I also want that shirt now. <laughs> we can all get it. Um, but Pooj, what was the most millennial thing that you did? Um, not as it's as exciting as you guys um but we have talked about my love for cold brew um (laughs) so tom has been drinking my cold brew in the refrigerator because i mean it's hot as balls outside why would you drink hot coffee even though i did drink hot coffee today um but he's been drinking my cold brew and the other day kieran and i weren't home for like two days we went to his parents cabin and then we're on on the way back, Tom was like, hey, I drank all of your cold brew. Do you want me to get you some so you can have some for work tomorrow? And I was like, no, it's fine. I will get myself, treat myself to some Starbucks cold brew, which, like, I think is very millennial because, like, first of all, like, just getting Starbucks and paying for coffee that is more expensive than, like, a whole bottle of cold brew. But, you know, I'm all about treating yourself. And Starbucks cold brew is pretty good. Nice. Yeah. So that was my most millennial thing. Not as ex- as exciting, but I'm I made still a, delish. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> I made a risky decision and bought some cold brew from Bargain Hut, and it was <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. Oh no! Was it like a brand you knew, or was nope. it just like just a random? R- it just really rolled the dice. It came in like a carton, <laughs> like. That, oh, like, like not a refrigerated one? Yeah, that like oh, almond no. milk would come in. Well, now you know. I drank it this morning. I literally spit it out. It was so <laughs> bitter. Oh, Ugh. no. Oh, my God. I can't even. And it Hopefully you didn't pay too mouth. much for it. No, but I bought two of them. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I literally dumped it down the drain. Oh, it was so sad. Well, what else are you going to do? Sometimes you win at Bargain Hunt and sometimes you really lose. Yeah, I hear that. Now I have no coffee for the next two days. I should have <laughs> gone to Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to go to Starbucks. Yeah. All right. So we're doing part two of our roommates episode. Yes. Right? Post pilot. Uh, yeah. So, so we're going to do post college. Were you going to talk about the ugly first? Yeah, we can do whatever we want, man. Um, 
yeah, so we've made it to the point where we are now moving out of Northern Virginia post-college. Um, Pajita, where did you go? What did you do? Um, I, from Northern Virginia, moved back in with my parents, which is the most millennial thing you can do, too. Because um, I moved back to Nashville because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. So I moved back to back in with my parents in Nashville and then I applied to a lot of different jobs at the time I was trying to get a zookeeping job because like at the very end of college and post-college I interned at the zoo uh in DC and I was like I want to be a zookeeper but like also those jobs are really hard to come by and like you most of the time have to move for those positions. And we were also going through a recession. So like the job outlook for everyone was just awful. Um, So I moved back home and then I was living with my parents, which are okay roommates, like saving money and having my mom cook for me isn't too bad, but yeah. And then after that, when I did move out of my house, I got a I got Craigslist roommates, um, and one of them is one of our followers, Kayla, <laughs> and she is my best Craigslist find. Um, she was Truly. like a fantastic roommate, like, and you always have like the roommates that are like great roommates, but then you're not necessarily friends with them. But then you have, like, it's really great when you get a roommate that is a great roommate, but then you also become, like, really good friends. Um, So I really lucked out with that. So we had Kayla, and then we found another roommate um, named Jansa, who we liked as a person, but, like, didn't really mesh as well with us um, for various reasons. But um, it's just one of those people that were like kind of like when we did the meet and greet she was like like to do all the same stuff we did and all that but then like when it came down to stuff she didn't really she wasn't really like down to do like would invite her to do something and she's like oh no I don't want to do that which is totally fine but then she would like go out with like Cynthia and Jenny and do the exact same thing and Kayla was like what is going on and I was like I don't know Kayla maybe she doesn't like us so like there was just really poor communication on that end yeah that's funny I feel like she may not have liked you guys (laughs) yeah I mean and like it never came across that and I'm sure like if you didn't like your roommate you probably wouldn't straight out tell them so you never then, know. Cynthia, you stayed in Fairfax for a little while. Yeah, for a lot longer than I thought. I wanted to move to Nashville in 2010, but I had a lot of like life things happen. So I didn't actually move to Nashville till 2015. So we graduated in 2010. So for five years, um, I moved out of the house where we had seven roommates <laughs> into a house where we had five and I had my own room and I just shared a bathroom with one other roommate, which was like a phenomenal upgrade. But the house we moved into was disgusting. Like we agreed to not pay last the last week's rent in order um, so that we could move in sooner. 
but it was kind of like sight unseen. And uh, wow, it was disgusting. Um, I don't even know where to start. The So my room, I had my own room, had a booger wall. So whoever lived there before <laughs> just Gross. wiped all of their boogers on my wall. And then Kim and Jenny's room had <laughs> this like weird, you know, when someone has a room and it's like slanted because the roof is in their room. Yeah. It was like that, but then when it, where the slant ended, there was like a built-in desk, and inside of that desk was chicken bones, and then like honey packets, and pills. It was like, oh my god, they were fried chicken people. It was very weird, and then I don't remember what was going on in Julie's room, but I'm sure something, and then I guess, yeah, Carly lived in the basement, um, and I think that had literally like a carpeted bathroom in it and they had like abandoned one of those like 50 pound, like, um, not 50 pound, probably like 200 pound, um, TVs. It was just like massive. Um, but eventually we got that to work and we had to like steam clean the carpets, but the grossest part of all was we couldn't figure out why the garbage disposal wouldn't work. Or, excuse Uh, me, the dishwasher. And we kept trying to run it, and eventually we hired a plumber, and the plumber let us know that someone had vomited inside of the dishwasher and let it corrode. And so that's why it was working. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So it was definitely like a frat house or something before we got in there, and the amount of cleaning we did was disgusting. Like, I can't even. It was so gross. Um, but the rent was affordable and it was near the metro. And I would say for the most part, I didn't have that much drama in that house. Um, I had a certain roommate that would steal my food a lot and that was annoying. But outside of that, it was like pretty chill. And then I moved into these like weird basement apartments. Basically, I was it looked like a townhouse, but then half of it was underground, and we lived in that underground of, like, two townhouses. I remember that one. Yeah. So, like, you walk through, um, like, French doors, and that was, like, the light from the outside that gave us, like, a living room. And then we had a kitchen that had one of those, like, tiny windows, you know? <laughs> like Yeah. Um, And then it was a two-bedroom, or, excuse me, three-bedroom, and it was just three of us. And I just shared a bathroom with Jenny, and that was, like, a pretty chill year. And then that roommate got married, which is, like, I think I've had over 30 roommates and all of them, but Jenny and I have gotten married at this point, I think. For a while, it was, like, Kim and Jordan, but I think they both have gotten married since. Um, And after her, we had Megan... And another girl who will remain anonymous. And that girl was very interesting. Uh, We offered a rent rate to her. And she was like, I don't know if that's fair. So she like literally mapped out every square foot of the apartment. And then um, charged per square foot what each person should pay. And her like math came out to $10 less than what jenny and i had originally said <laughs> and we were like fine you can pay ten dollars less whatever 
but she moved in i want to say in june or july and then she got engaged and um she had gone home i think in november or early december to get her wisdom teeth removed and then she never moved back in <laughs> what yeah she was like i'm gonna get married and my parents have kind of like guilted me into thinking that i should stay home because i'm gonna get married and i won't be their little girl anymore i mean we were well into our mid 20s at this point i was like that's weird but you still have to pay rent and utilities so she paid rent and utilities for like six months and didn't live there that's like was... best case scenario honestly it was but i was very nervous because i was like if this girl thinks she's not going to pay rent she signed a lease <laughs> yeah and then jenny and i had fully intended to move to nashville once that lease had ended except jenny had some complications with school so we like I had literally planned to quit my job the next day and I had gone and like tried to find housing and like Nashville housing has been a shit storm for a while now. But back then it was like, I couldn't find anything. I was like, where are we going to live? And then I got back and Jenny was like, I'm actually not graduating. I need to stay for another six months. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I hate my job. And like, Pooch was here telling everyone that we were moving. <laughs> yeah, I told all my friends that I was like, two of my friends are moving here. They're like amazing. And I kept saying that and like yeah. no one believed me. And then they when they like, met you, okay. they're like, so which one's Cynthia and which one's Jenny? Because yeah. I was like, was like Cynthia and Jenny. Which is like very common in our lives. <laughs> yeah. But we got lucky because we hadn't re-signed our lease. Um, and you know, you usually have to give like 60 90 day notice um so like our place was already going to be occupied by someone else um so jenny's now stepdad but was like newly dating his mom at the time offered to let us live with him in centerville which was like very gracious and actually like i enjoyed living with them a lot more than i thought i would i was like we're gonna live with like parents again and we're in our mid-20s like isn't that embarrassing but it was actually pretty nice like um the house was huge so it had four bedrooms upstairs like half the house was like the grandmaster suite which obviously her parents lived in and then you went to the right and there was um a full bathroom and then three bedrooms and like jenny and i had our own bedrooms in the house um and then eventually <laughs> Um, he has a daughter and she was engaged and they moved into the basement. So her poor stepdad went from living alone to living with one, two, three, four, five people and sometimes six when her brother was in town because oh he was in college. <laughs> um, but it was just really kind of fun. Like we all like would watch. I remember like the biggest struggle was figuring out what TV shows we could watch together. <laughs> so we were like really into the Big Bang, which I know a lot of people like snark at, but it was like a pretty like neutral show we could all watch together. So I actually like really enjoyed our time with them. And I then forgot about that. Yeah. And then I moved to Nashville and I'll let you talk, Grace, because Nashville's a whole storm on its own. Okay. <laughs> so after college. And after like a couple years in Northern Virginia, moved down to Charlottesville, was there for a couple years. And then Charlie got into flight school. So then we had to move to Alabama. 
and it, I moved a couple months after him, but we're supposed to be there for a year and a half, but Alabama is the armpit of America and sucked the life right out of me. So I left, (laughs) went back to Charlottesville. No, that's a lie. I went back to Waynesboro and lived with my sister until we got our house back in Charlottesville. And then which sister? Emily. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And then. We moved out to the county right outside of Charlottesville, sold, sold our Charlottesville house, moved out there. And then that's when my cluster fuck of a life begins. <laughs> Af- well, after living in Keswick, the county. Wait, I feel like you skimmed over Alabama way too fast. Uh-huh. Okay. Like, there's a lot of stories there. <laughs> okay, and we have a roommate, you're right. Yes. So, it wasn't just Alabama. It was southern Alabama. Mm-hmm. Or as some called it, L.A. Lower Alabama. I was like, don't even, don't even call it. I did LA. not realize people call it L.A. Oh my sure gosh! Did. But like, this is the type of place where I shit you not. This is what one radio station said every morning. Oh no! If the man on the penny still makes you angry, you're one of us. Oh no! Yep. What? That is the part of Alabama I was in. <gasps> no, I couldn't. Yeah. But then a different that's, radio show would say, no. like, well, slap my ass and call me Shonda. What? Like, oh, my God. This is, yes. What does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> but they said it on the radio. Every day. Every- you know what? I will admit. Um... <laughs> Wait, now I can't remember what the phrase was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> one of the radio stations growing up. I'm so embarrassed by this now. But they used to say, homo say what? <laughs> and I would say that just in general terminology, like didn't think twice about it. And there was a guy at our house one time and I was like, homo say what? And he got so mad at me. Wait, why would they say that? I don't remember. Station. It was like hot 99.5. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like, horrible to think about. But I said homo say what to a straight man, and he lost his shit. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. That's just, like, a phrase that I hear every morning on hot 99.5, and it just came out. Like, I didn't mean anything by it, but it's horrible. Dang. I had to get that off my chest. (laughs) I am just, like, surprised by that, but... I feel like they would say it with like War on the Roses and stuff. Do you remember huh. that? Yeah, I yeah. remember that. There was a time when I worked the Treasury and I had nothing to do and I listened to every single War of the Roses <laughs> there was. I know. And it do you remember tra- you listen to the Kane show like when you were driving yeah. and stuff? Like I'm pretty no. sure that's the show that said homo say what on it. Yeah, I, you're probably right because I listened to that on my way to work too in Northern Virginia. And did you know Kane died? No. no recently like within the past year or something oh, was sad. he older no i don't think so he was yeah, older I... than us but not by much yeah yeah that's what i thought i like i think he's like 10 years older maybe i, I forgot what it said it said he died of like an illness that's like a complication of another illness which oh, led me to believe like maybe pneumonia compl- yeah maybe something like that or a complication of covid maybe like because this was like a prime covid time but it didn't specifically say that it was just saying like complications of 
I, I don't remember, but it was very, very unclear. Oh, yeah. It says, I just Googled it. Had no idea what he looked like. Not what I expected. A little um, like an ogre, right? Yeah, like, a little. Not super ugly, but like has some Shrek characteristics. For I some reason, I just imagined him as like a really scrawny guy. And he's definitely not that. Um, right. But he died at 43. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, goodness. I figured. I can't even talk. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's spot on then. He is like 10 years older. Yeah, you're spot on. Poop, what is just... he died from? Oh, it just says acute respiratory distress syndrome. Oh, and I looked that up, and that is like just a side effect from another illness. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say that I am not homophobic in any way. But unfortunately, yeah. I did say that phrase once, <laughs> and I mean, feel when horrible we're like, about it. <laughs> when we were younger, we like that was not saying that it was like a I don't know how to say it, but like we weren't as like it was more like common language, and sometimes yeah. as like children or like younger, you don't understand what you're saying because like I know a lot of things. Like even now, I'll like say it, and Tom was like well, that's, like, very, like, I don't know, like, not culturally appropriate. And I'm like, oh, I had no idea. Like, unless someone tells you right. or, like, it's more like, like, that would never be said on a radio show. At least I don't think so nowadays. But, like, back I'm then, I feel not. like. Unless you're in Southern Alabama. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just feel tremendous guilt because I had a lot of friends that were closeted in high in college. And. I would hate for them to have stayed in the closet for any reason because of my actions. So this is my public apology if anyone's offended. I'm sure you didn't offend people. I definitely offended that person, but so annoying that he was so offended that I inferred that he might be gay. <laughs> There's worse things. Gosh. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So you were in LA. <laughs> Loving life. Working, trying to work for the bowling alley, right? Yeah, I applied for like 60 jobs down there. I shit you not. I didn't get any of them. Not even the bowling alley hired me. <laughs> I remember being like, I'm really trying to work for this bowling alley. And I was like, what? <laughs> but also, guys, people do not know the struggle of graduating college in 2010 after the financial crisis. Like, yeah, there were no jobs. No jobs whatsoever. And... I don't know. I just feel like it's so obnoxious because, like, I feel like the generation above us are like, oh, millennials are, like, not hardworking and they, like, things are given to them. But, like, we have had, like, I'm not saying that, like, our generation has dealt with more stuff, but, like, the recession was really hard on us. So, like, the fact that we had, like, that probably attributes a lot to, like, us not overall like making as much money as like previous generations just because like when we were able to enter the job field like we could not get jobs well plus we were the height of taking on student loans so that we would get a good job and then we graduated and they were like i guess you're going to be a server now because there's nothing yeah <laughs> like i can tell you how many of my friends graduated with a college degree and were serving yeah 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 but yeah so i didn't get any job, but then I finally found like a nanny position. Um, 
I ended up nannying this sweet little four-year-old girl. Her name was Adeline and she was spunky and she ate glitter and (laughs) I would feed her fruit snacks but I put it in a bowl and tell her it was called fruit salad. So then she'd tell her mom, I had fruit salad. And her mom's like, wow, great. And I'm like, oh, you <laughs> knew. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I just towed her around with me and we, it was, it was fun. It was only very part-time, but I enjoyed it. And it yeah. made me never went to nanny again at the same time. Yeah, but, um, but, uh, and then, I also coached a swim team down there, which was a whole lot of fun. Um, Then I hated it. I was miserable. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to move back because then I found a job on online. And I was like, I think I'm just going to apply and go try out for it. Try out. Um, And that's how I got my Veritas job. So I moved back up from Alabama and worked at Veritas Vineyard and winery. And I love that place. And that was truly my dream job. Like, yeah. At the end of college, if you had asked me what my dream job was, I would have said that. Wait, you didn't tell us anything about the roommate. And... Oh, shit. I didn't. <laughs> I skimmed over so much. Um, also, I just want to say another. The best part about Alabama is that we're only an hour and a half from Destin. From oh, nice. Florida. Yeah. Florida. And my favorite thing, right when you turn into our neighborhood in Alabama there was a dead armadillo on the road that no one bothered to clean up, but it was like a full armadillo. Like it hadn't been squashed by a car. It was just laying on the ground, but there was a pile of poop behind it. So like, we think it literally got scared shitless and then died. Whoa. (laughs) But armadillos are down there like rats. So it wasn't, but um, I love seeing them roll around. Anyways, (laughs) our roommate was horrible horrible he was a decent human but a horrible roommate he was way older than charlie and i but charlie had been in a unit with him um in the national guard for a long time and they liked each other but at that point they had never had a live together before oh no and so like he's the type of guy who financed matching furniture sets you know like oh gosh if you don't need matching furniture sets, if you can't even buy it outright, like, or am I wrong? Um, but then like, he always made bad financial decisions too, because he would like upgrade his car, but have to refine, like, you know, like he just kept Mm -hmm. upgrading, but getting farther into debt. And, but that's not even the worst of it. When he showered, he would hack the loudest loogies I ever heard in my life. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And then, he when they were off or like he would stay up all night playing video games and he would yell at the tv mind you oh my god but this time he was he was over 30 yell at the tv calling like oh douche canoe that was his favorite insult calling someone a douche canoe weird yeah and i was like god i hate this guy (laughs) and like he i don't know he was horrible. I'm trying to think. Where's he now? Oh, that's another funny story. <laughs> he somehow met a girl who I know from high school who was a year younger than me. But we kind of ran in the... We had a lot of mutual friends, but we were never really friends. Um, mm-hmm. 
they got married. And this is the type of girl who I thought would not put up with that kind of shit, but apparently does. But he's changed careers like a hundred times. He, it took him like nine years, but he finally finished nursing school, like community college nursing school. It should only take two and a half years, maybe. But he finally finished nursing school and then he got burnt out after being a nurse for six months. So he like started doing travel nursing and then he didn't like that and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, he's back to, he's being a pilot, like an airline pilot now, but he's over 40 years old and has back problems. So that's Mm -hmm. not going to last And he has two really young kids, like younger than mine. So I don't know why he'd want to be gone all the time. But that's, it's just a lifestyle, I guess. Anyways, I never have to see him again. So I'm cool with that. Wow. Yeah. Um, That guy's a dad. But yeah. God, he's just like, like I said, he's not a bad, he wasn't a bad person. Mm -hmm. He's just a freaking horrible, disgusting roommate. I always wonder, like, do those guys just stay gross and girls just deal with it? I don't know. I don't know why anyone would put up with that. I, I've never had a partner that was messy. I don't think I could. I got really, like, hoodwinked because my dad's the cleanest man I've ever known. And I just, like, a, I didn't have brothers or anything. So then I went to college and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, men don't clean? I don't understand this. Like, my main, my brain couldn't process it. And then you'd go to, like, a frat house and be like, this is disgusting. Oh, God. Frat houses are so gross. <laughs> so gross. Now, that's the thing. I don't think he was, like, super messy or dirty. Okay. His, his habits were disgusting. Okay. Also that. Don't love. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, he hacked so many loogies and, like, would just, he was just, gr- like, I don't know. His just horrible, gross habits. Did but- he leave, like, his, like, body hair everywhere? Maybe, but we had our own bathrooms, oh, that's so nice. that wasn't a big deal, but I don't know. I just feel like every, like, bachelor's pad I've been to, there's just, like, beard hair everywhere. I'm like, yeah, why? Yeah, it's horrible, and Charlie doesn't even clean it up all the time, yeah. I'm tired <laughs> of getting mad about it. Like, I'm so freaking tired of it. But They're okay. just, I think, oblivious to it, honestly. Yeah. Which is annoying. It is. It's so annoying. I just think I was so tricked, because my dad was, like, so clean. And then I was like, wait, not most men aren't like this? What? <laughs> yeah, you'll never find one as clean as your dad. I no, probably not. That. My but, ex um, is pretty clean, but maybe uh, he's, he might be maybe like my dad, actually. So, um, like, where we lived in Alabama, um, there was, like, nine fried chicken fast food places within, like, two miles of our house. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. And, like, the fancy place was Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. Do those still exist? I don't know, but they did I don't then. think so anymore. Really? But... People went there for the salad bar, right? <laughs> yeah. And there's a restaurant there called Pofolks, spelled P-O-F-O-L-K-S. The Pofolks. Wow. Yeah, I never went. Um, but <laughs> what else? My mom does live in North or South Carolina, and every time I go there, I forget that literally everything is fried. Yeah. Kills my stomach. Yeah. And then, um, oh, in the first week I lived in Alabama, um, Charlie, or within the first few weeks, Charlie had to go to Seeger School, which is like a survival training school. So he was- Oh, that was terrible. 
horrible. But I didn't know anyone yet. And uh, the tornado alarm started going off. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. So it was like, tune in to Channel 5 for more information. <laughs> I was like, shit, we don't get Channel 5. Like, <laughs> So, like, I have our dog. And then I was dog sitting someone else's dog who was in the same training program. And I was like, all right, guys, let's go. So we went and sat in the closet. And I'm, like, Googling, what do you do if a tornado comes? Right. <clears throat> and the number one thing the whatever organization says is to wear sturdy shoes. I'm, like, what, to weigh me down? <laughs> like, so then I'm putting on these army boots that are sturdy shoes. But then it turns out you only need sturdy shoes to walk around. Yeah. But- once after later i was was gonna say i do wish i had good shoes when we got a tornado here it didn't affect us but it's something i do grab now i never thought about that but that i guess that makes sense because i'm always i've always been barefoot wherever i go in the house yeah so next time i'll know yep the first thing it says is to grab sturdy shoes the second thing is to not be in a trailer <laughs> oh, I swear to you and I was like well convenient I don't live in one right. yet um but then um so we just sat in the closet oh and I found a helmet so I like put on a helmet oh that's smart and I was like god this is horrible I'm gonna die and no one knows where I am mm-hmm. um it was just a drill I sat <laughs> in the closet for like two hours uh. Turned out it was a drill. It is very scary when you haven't experienced it before. Yeah. I mean, like, they were crazy. And so this is a little town where a couple years before, a big tornado swept through and hit the high school and killed a bunch of kids. And so, like, they get tornadoes there. Yeah. I feel like Alabama is one of the places that's, like, known for its deadly tornadoes. Yeah. It was the enterprise high school that had like the a a handful of kids died and a lot were injured and it like destroyed the high school and so like they take it seriously down there but I wish that they had announced it was a drill and not to just tune into some tv station channel that I didn't even have (laughs) but yeah Alabama sucked as much as you would expect it to suck yeah well it was hot as balls too but anyways then I moved back and we eventually got back into Charlottesville and had a great time. And I mean, that's where we are now. We love Charlottesville. And then we moved out to the County where we loved our house. We had great property, but then our neighbor sold his house and they turned out to be trash people who moved in and that was horrible. So then we decided to sell all of our crap, sell our house and move into an RV Hmm. with two babies and two dogs. And here we are a year and a half later selling the RV and selling our truck and moving back into a regular house. But yeah. one of the reasons we did all that was to minimize, minimalize, because I was a borderline hoarder. So <laughs> that mission was accomplished. But anyway, yeah, I don't you think had... you were a hoarder. <laughs> no, I just like had a lot of knickknacks, as Charlie called it. Yeah. And I... I had trouble getting rid of stuff. So like I had clothes that I hadn't worn in like 10 years just because. Oh yeah. And so I just had a problem with getting rid of stuff. So no, I wasn't borderline hoarder. I just had too much crap, but now I'm really good at letting go of stuff. And now I realize how much you really don't have to have. And 
Like, yeah. Also, you don't have to have a 10 bedroom house to be happy. Like mm-hmm. living in 400 square feet was really hard and challenging, especially with two kids and two big dogs, but it's not impossible. It like, you realize how much you actually don't need to survive. Except we're like trash people now because we're once trailer trash, always trailer trash. <laughs> but, Why do you say that? Well, Leo just likes to call us trash people because he heard Charlie say it one time. <laughs> now he walks around telling people we're trash people. We're and trash. I have to explain. He means we lived in a trailer once because we made jokes about being trailer trash. Anyways. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Super. you guys are definitely not trash people. No, we're not. And I and I thought it was like I thought you guys moving into an RV was like the coolest thing ever because it's just like so different and yeah. like the idea you guys had behind it was was really great and I like envied that a lot and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, so the idea was Charlie was a travel nurse. I guess he still technically is a travel nurse, and so. The idea was we travel around to all of his contracts, which are three months at a time. But then he ended up staying at his job a little bit longer than we thought he would. Um, so we didn't start traveling as soon as we thought we would. And then our first contract ended up being freaking Minnesota, which, in by the, the way, winter. I really liked it. In the winter. So, like, we're not going to bring our RV and live in Minnesota in the winter. Like, that is, Mm-mm. that's what dumb people do. Um <laughs> So then that didn't work out. And then we came back and we lived in the RV on my parents' property again. And then he applied to a hundred jobs. Literally he applied to a hundred travel nurse jobs. And we decided the first one that he got an offer for, that was like a certain amount of money. We would just take it no matter where it is. And we'd make it work. Well, that job happened to be in freaking Charlottesville at UVA. And we're like, well, okay, but we're moving into a house and getting rid of this RV because we're not doing what we thought we'd do. Mm-hmm. And why live this lifestyle if we don't have to? So we just weren't doing what we meant to do in it. And that's okay. We gave it a try. We renovated the RV and it was pretty. And like, I like the way we ended up making it look like the living room and stuff. And um, yeah, and I just remind myself, what you guys told me is I think we'd have more regrets if we didn't try it than we do now having tried it. And now you have a cool story about it. Yeah. And we also realized with driving the RV to like the dealership to sell is like, it's stressful driving an RV. Like people Mm -hmm. who live full-time in an RV, but travel full-time, like that's stressful. Like driving an hour down the, the road is just like, it's a huge stress and it stresses me out. It scares me. And that's the problem my mom had because she was doing it solo too. And she was scared at every campground. And I was like, maybe this isn't the lifestyle for you. Yeah. I would be very <laughs> nervous too. This is before like that one girl got murdered by her boyfriend too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I don't think my mom could do it at all. I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think campgrounds are getting safer just because the type of people who are going to like RV campgrounds now is totally changing. Like the types of people, I'm not saying people who used to own RVs were trash people or bad or whatever, but like Mm -hmm. the types of people who are now buying RVs and stuff and moving, you know, doing full-time RV lifestyle, which is becoming strangely popular. 
I think the type of people going there is changing is all I'm trying to say in a really long winded, horrible yes. way. Yes. That's you how I felt I'm about saying, like, talking about the radio station earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, so I just think like we like we only did a few trips in the RV, like because we our home base was my parents' farm where we had a really great setup. Like we had a gravel pad for it, we had electricity put in and so we had a really great setup there, but we only went on a few trips, but we went to state parks and um, some like a couple KOAs and like, they're really nice and we really enjoyed it. So I have never felt unsafe at a campground. However, I have never done it alone. So yeah. I get it. I get it. But we tried it. It didn't work. And then we RV dealerships and are just full of, BS and so selling it back was like a pain in the ass but we did it mm-hmm. and now we're living in a house in Charlottesville in the greatest neighborhood in the world and we're having a blast yes Pooj what did you do after you had um, those Kayla and Jansa. Jansa I couldn't remember if you were saying her name or not <laughs> I get I mean Honestly, I don't think Jansa would listen to this podcast because I honestly don't no, have not. any contact with her. Yeah, I remember um, she like texted me about getting ice cream in Philly. Was it? Is that where yeah. she moved? So the funny part about Jansa, this is like there are many like great stories, but like yeah. when she when we like all when she decided that she was gonna like leave the house, um, she wanted to move somewhere. But she didn't know where she was going to move. Like, she just was like, I want to move somewhere, like, probably on the East Coast. And we're like, okay, cool. Um, but then, like, she was packing up all her stuff and, like, ordering a pod. But then we'd be like, so have you decided on a place? And she's like, I'm not entirely sure. So I don't oh, know if yeah. she, like. And she hadn't told her work she was moving either, right? Yes. And she worked <laughs> remotely at that point. So when we first met her, um she worked partly or she would work partially remotely and then go in the office. Um, but like there were a lot of times where she would be like, I'm working, but then like she would not be on her computer or anything like that. Um, so we would be like, does chance have a job or not? But like she always <laughs> yeah. paid rent. So like doesn't matter. Um, but I was very grateful for her because she worked a lot from home when I had Penny, which is my dog, and when she was a puppy, and when you have a puppy, you have to like let him out a whole bunch and be around. Not like necessarily be around, but like you just have to be able to like have someone let them out a bunch. Um, and I worked pretty long days at the zoo, so I was very grateful for her to being around, and she was great with Penny. But um, when she decided to move, she wasn't going to tell her work that she was moving, and then she like. I don't know if she just didn't want to tell us where she was moving, but she was like, I don't yeah. know where I'm going to move. And it was like was legit calendar. like two weeks before she was moving. And then like the week of, she's like, I'm moving to Philly. So like our Kayla and my joke, like it, our inside joke is that like Jansen never moved to Philly, but she's like somewhere in Nashville. So, like, <laughs> yeah. And just like didn't want to tell us that. Um, but I don't know where Jansen is. Um, yeah. But. Um, she was just never like, she's not big on social media or anything like that. And sometimes I'm like the worst at keeping in touch with people. Yeah. Didn't um, she have like weird pictures of her and a deer? 
Oh yeah. She on her Facebook <laughs> she had a Facebook, but like very very not very bit Betty pictures. And like the picture she had was like with a deer that someone like one of her friends had like murdered hunted and like <laughs> it was like the skinning of the deer and she randomly had these pictures and if you knew she said this like very much would not be something you would expect to be on her facebook and when we like facebook friended her we we're like so what are these pictures and she was like ah it's nothing or like she's like okay. i just don't take many and we're like and these are the ones that you think project who you are as a person <laughs> it's like so very weird. not so much at all but i forgot about that um i remember weird stuff <laughs> yeah oh jansa i i did love her but like i don't know if she necessarily loved us back um yeah. but um after her we had a roommate that moved in that i loved um super easy going like just in like an ideal roommate where like they cleaned up after themselves like hung out with you occasionally but also had their own friends and she was actually very young. She was like 21, um, but definitely acted way older than her age. And then she moved to L.A. And then we had to find a replacement for her. So we. Oh, is that the one who moved because of her allergies? Yes. Rachel. Oh, yeah. She had like Allergic really tendency. bad allergies. And like Nashville is not the greatest place if you have really bad allergies. No. Um. And then she actually, like I think, doctor like told her she had to move away. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we got another Craigslist roommate after that, and she actually ended up being young. And I was like, you know, Rachel worked out really great. Oh, like, no. um, I'm sure this one would be just fine. And she definitely acted a lot younger. Like, um, I liked her as a person, but like. If I were to pick her as a roommate again, I wouldn't. It was just, like, I had to usually, like, I worked pretty early. Like, I usually have to be at work at, like, between, like, 7 and 7.30. And sometimes, like, work weekends. And, like, she would have friends over, which is fine. Like, totally having friends over. But then, like, be loud until, like, 3 a.m., like stomping around like making a lot of noise and i'm like i cannot go to sleep and i have to work in a few hours nothing makes um, me more mad than that than someone yeah. keeping yeah. me awake we weren't like in our mid to late 20s we were going to bed at yeah. like nine and like <laughs> so i've always old. gone to bed early and i don't care if people are up late it's just like don't make a lot of noise and like yeah don't have a bunch of people over like running around the house so that was just obnoxious but then like the best story that happened with her <laughs> and her boyfriend um is that when one day i was going to a concert um because tom got me tickets to a concert when he was going to guatemala and he was like thanks for watching my dog um i'm gonna buy you beyonce tickets which was great and then randomly toto tickets and i was like okay um, so I was going to this concert and this roommate and her boyfriend were outside in the backyard and I guess they were smoking weed, um, which I was like, fine, whatever. I don't care. Like, do whatever you want. Um, but Onyx, which is Tom's dog, is very naughty. He's a lab and he just gets into everything. He like... Mm -hmm likes to eat a lot of things that he's not supposed to um and i'm <laughs> guessing he probably 
either like went into her room or if they like had left anything we'd like residue or anything he must have licked it (laughs) because i get a text while i'm at the concert from her and she's like onyx is acting like really weird he just peed in the house which is like very abnormal because like he's not a young dog and he's like never peed in the house so i was like that's really weird and i was like do i need to come home right now like what what else is going on she's like uh he's just acting weird i'll let you know if there's anything else and i was like okay and then i'm like texting back and forth with her a little bit and then like as soon as the concert ends i like rush back home and onyx is like barking at me when i get to the door which i was like um that's weird and then he has this like glazed look and he's like standing there like swaying and then i'm like googling I was like, well, I know they were smoking weed, so I wonder what the effects have on dogs. So I'm, like, Googling it because I'm like, I know Onyx. He probably ate something. And sure enough, he probably ate weed. And it was like, you basically just have to, like, dogs don't, like, you don't have to take them to an emergency vet. If they have, like, if they eat, like, a large quantity, maybe. But basically, Dr. Google, like, (laughs) said that... he would be okay eventually and so Mm -hmm. I'm on the phone with Tom while he's in Guatemala I'm being like I don't know what to do like should I talk like take an emergency vet like Google says it's fine and he was like I don't know and my other roommate at the time Kayla had moved out and we had Mm -hmm. got another roommate um who I loved um and she was like came over and she was like is everything okay and she like just looked at onyx she's like well i hope he's having enjoying his like high at least yeah um and he eventually like (laughs) got over it um after that night like i kept checking on him in like the middle of the night and then in the morning he was normal and then like this roommate like just avoided me for like the next like 24 hours and i was like i mean i'm not gonna be that mad at you but like just be like hey like sorry for what happened or like anything yeah right and i was like well this is it was just like a frustrating thing um sure but i had a friend whose dog ate an edible at a park one time in washington and they didn't know and they brought it to the vet and it cost like five hundred dollars for them to tell them oh your dog's just high yeah (laughs) That's I didn't horrible. want like I don't want to do that too because it was like yeah a middle of like the weekend too so who knows yeah um but yeah I guess my roommates like Kayla as far as like those several like Craigslist mm-hmm. roommates was definitely like hands down like the best her and um my roommate that was like just easygoing but it's like yeah. it's so hard because you just never know because like. It's like dating almost on dating apps. Like you meet someone for the first time. You're like, oh, we might get along. But like until you get to know them more. And also like they can say that they're like pick up after themselves or like are clean. But then like when your food goes missing, you're like, all right, listen up. That's like the most frustrating thing, though, is when you like go to get food or like eat something and it's Uh not there. Yeah, it's real annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I never really had that problem with roommates, but um I should note that when I lived in Charlottesville when we first moved down pre Charlie's flight school and pre us getting married, we lived with our friend Jesse, 
who is one of our three um, loyal listeners. She texts us every time we release an episode. She's probably the first to listen, to be honest. But um, wait, I think our three loyal listeners are actually three prior roommates. I know, (laughs) Jesse, Kayla, and Jenny. (laughs) So, and let's not forget JB and JB never lived with, but he'll always be a loyal listener. Um, Yes. Yeah, so my roommate in Charles was Jesse. She lived with Charlie and I. We had a lot of fun. One of our favorite games was um, when The Voice came on on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like probably like the first or second season of The Voice, so we still really liked it and watched it then. We had a game of taking shots when that, like all four judges hit the button. You'd have to take a shot, and there was one night where we had to take like five shots. Oof. I can't even imagine having to do that now. It oh, almost God. makes me. Like, I, like, I feel like we did a lot of parties in that house because wasn't your we Halloween did. party there? Yes, I, we had some great Halloween parties there, and mm-hmm. I had some great karaoke birthday parties there. Yeah, we probably had a karaoke birthday party. That's probably one of them. Probably, <laughs> but no, I know that I did. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, that house was so much fun. I painted it like a Mexican restaurant. Like you really the did. Was lime green. The kitchen and I loved your cool. craft room. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great house. And Jesse was a good roommate. And Jesse was so also our roommate fun. when we lived in Northern Virginia. And that yeah. was great too. In the townhouse, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's just the easiest going person ever. So she's cool. If you make a plan, she'll tag along and she doesn't even need to give her input because she is just in it to win it. Down to clown. <laughs> yep. And it rocks. She lets well, me be the bossy person that I am. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, I left off moving to Nashville. I know. Now you take over and you tell us everything. (sighs) My stories in the house are more about the house and not about the roommates. So Jenny and I were like, okay, we've lived with over 30 people. (laughs) We're not even 30 yet. We're going to move to Nashville where cost of living is less than D.C. It's just going to be us from now on. And so... The only problem was we were moving to a new city with no jobs. So no one wanted to give us housing because also the Nashville housing crisis has been strong for a solid decade now. And so everywhere I had gone six months earlier, I couldn't find anywhere to live. And we had a couple of friends here, like Pajita was here. And then like her cousin lived here. And her cousin was like, hey, I saw this house that's a block away from me. It's a few blocks from five points which is like a very like fun trendy young person like bar hopping place so we wanted to live in that area and we like called the number that was on it and agreed to a year lease sight unseen which was not a great idea so we had got a u-haul and then jenny's mom and aunt were nice enough to help us drive down i think we went to like knoxville day one because it is like just like driving an rv like a u-haul eight or ten hours is a lot yeah so we stopped and then the next day we got up like pretty early drove from knoxville to nashville and like i remember i got there first and i was like okay it looks a little different than i would have thought but it was unique too in that the year that we moved here in 2015 and we moved in between two ice storms and so we get there and i'm looking at the front stoop and there's like trash on it 
but like trash that had been frozen into the pavement i was like this is weird and then jenny got there and like the real estate agent had like given us some kind of code so we walk in and we're like okay it's got like an odd scent but we'll we'll clean it um (laughs) and then we walk into the bathroom and it looks like a murder scene in there we're like what what hell (laughs) like the walls weren't drywall they were like a plastic material and like the um all the fixtures were extremely outdated and the um handles that you would use to turn on the hot water and the cold water in the shower had fallen off and then you could tell someone had used pliers to turn them on so much that they were stripped and we did not have hot water in that house i think for like a week or two like we had to go to her cousin's house to shower (laughs) and so then we go into our rooms they look okay the third room is like this weird dining room but it had two doors (laughs) and then the kitchen was tiny and part of the kitchen had our dryer in it and then there was a hallway that led into our backyard and that's where the washer were or was they weren't next to each other or maybe it was vice versa I think the the Um, washer was in our kitchen but the dryer was in another room (laughs) and then um we go outside and that's when like shit gets real like there's a moped a full set of tires multiple trash cans full to the brim with beer a large tv and then we see that there's like a um like a closet on the outside but it's where our water (laughs) heater was (laughs) And it was full to the ceiling with trash. But there was like pots and pans and like people's photos. And we're like walking through our yard. And it's like a pretty decent yard. There's just like syringes and condoms everywhere. We were like, uh, it's stain. Horrible. So then we look at the, <laughs> the back of the wall of the house. And it says Mr. McLeod. And it had a number. And so we were already suspecting that it was a drug house. It was 100% a drug house. And then, um, so we, like, move in. And I feel like we made it look cute for what it was, like, what it was. And um, I remember we called the real estate agent. We're like, um, there's, like, a lot more trash than we thought there would be here. And he was like, okay, I'm bringing a trash bag. And Jenny was like... <laughs> I, I think you're going to need more than a trash bag. Like, they had to get someone to haul, like, truckloads of trash out of our backyard. Like, it was horrible. Um, And then that time of my life was, like, very weird because we moved here with no jobs. I thought I wanted to be a baker. So I was like, I'm going to transform my life. And baking's my passion. <laughs> so I got a job at Whole Foods because they had benefits and they made me be part-time for a really long time and they hired me on as like a cake decorator but then they put me on sales and I did really good at sales and they were just giving me all the bad shifts and then I started working for this other company which was like a small business in Nashville and so like I would go months without a day off like I just worked all of the time and it's the most I've ever worked and the least amount I've ma- yeah, ever made I remember you moved up here and then I never saw you because you yeah. were always working and I was like Cynthia I'm pretty sure I made 18,000 that year which is a third of what I like made the year before basically <laughs> and so um I was just high stress and so 
eventually our friend Kim, who we've talked about a few times, came down and visited. And then she was interested in moving in Nashville. And we're like, well, we have this weird third bedroom you could live in. And so she lived in there. And like, we were all like great at being roommates. And then <laughs> we lived at one of the worst houses on our street. And then they started flipping all of the houses around us. And so we started getting mice. And was literally <laughs> so embarrassing. One day I came home from Whole Foods and I was like so tired. I walked in and I definitely saw a mouse, but I was so tired that I was like, Jenny, I think I saw a demon <laughs> 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 or like a spirit or something. She's like, what? And I was like, it's either that or a mouse. Like something's moving in her a ghost like I don't know what it is and she was like okay and then I came home like three nights later and Jenny's like so remember when you thought you saw that like demon thing I was like yeah she's like it was definitely a mouse I was like cool, cool. and our roommate Kim was sleeping and she was a teacher and so we didn't want to wake her up because like I worked usually the night shift so like I didn't even leave Whole Foods until like 10 30 or 11 and she got up at like 5 or 6 a.m. So we were like, okay, we're not going to wake up Kim. But the mouse was like small enough to go under our door. Oh, gosh. So we had shoved towels in Jenny and I's door so it wouldn't go in our room. And while we're doing that, it went into Kim's room. And so we got like pieces of cheese and peanut butter. We're like trying to entice the mouse to come out, but it like (laughs) wouldn't come out. And so we were like, both of us were like, okay, we we can't tell Kim we have mice because she will lose it and so I didn't tell her for like a week and then eventually her and I were hanging out and she's like am I like snoring at night or something I was like no why do you say that she's like why do you and Cynthia have towel shoveled under (laughs) your doors and I was like okay I can't lie to you we do have mice she's like what and I was like yeah I was in your room she's like are you kidding and Jenny wanted to get, um, and I've never had mice, and it was, like, terrifying for me. Like, I hated it. And then we started getting cockroaches because, like, people were building new structures, and those animals were just coming into our house. So eventually we tried to get, like, you know, the safe kind that wouldn't kill a mouse. And Jenny had gone back to Virginia. I think her sister had her first baby. And so we thought, Kim and I thought we had caught a mouse, And we put it in a plastic bag and like tied it up. And I was like, Kim, isn't it going to suffocate? She's like, I don't care. Jenny's not here. (laughs) Like we have to deal with this. And so we put it in this bag, took it all the way to Kohl's in like Gallatin or something. Cause it was like, you have to drive a certain amount of miles away or the mouse will like come back to your house. And so we get all the way out there and Kim's like, you have to do it. You have to release it. I was like, I'm scared. And she's like, you have to do it. We get all the way out there and it was just a piece of cheese. Like we hadn't <laughs> caught a mouse. The oh stupid mouse got part of the cheese and escaped. <laughs> so then eventually we got the kind that actually like killed the mice. And like Kim was there for like one or two of them. And I think she called you pooch for one yes, of them. I came over and grabbed the mouse. <laughs> and this is not my first like experience with mice we also have a mouse story which we don't need to go into but i always like that we will okay (laughs) but since i'm the animal person i often get called upon and i don't like doing with dead mice either but i was like i'll do it for you kim and i think like the mouse like it snapped its neck and then it drug itself 
And then the second one, I think she called Janza, actually. And Janza came and took it. And then the third (laughs) one, I was home alone. And I remember playing um, that song by Taylor Swift. It's like Bad Blood or something. Oh, yes. I just like played that really, really loud. And then like swept the mouse carcass into a Trader Joe's bag. It was very dramatic. And then we finally were like, okay, they have to figure this out. So we called an exterminator. Or we got our, like, we definitely had, like, a slumlord. So our slumlord called an exterminator, which we were, like, shocked. The exterminator didn't even barely walk into our home. And he's like, oh, you have mice and cockroaches. And we're like, what? Remember when I told you we have, like, a weird smell in the house? And we're like, we'll just clean it out. We just kept cleaning and couldn't get it out. He was like, that is the smell. He's like, if you ever walk into a restaurant and it smells like this, that is the smell of my mouse and cockroach urine and it's leaked into the particle board of your cabinets we were like awesome (laughs) like disgusting so they'd like treated for it and then we demanded that the landlord hire like a professional cleaning company but even that like didn't get the smell out and at this point we had lived there for like nine months or something it's kind of shocking we stayed as long as we did oh i didn't even touch on when Kim visited for the first time, um, it's like the middle of the night. I wake up to like flashing lights in my room. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And Kim's like, Cynthia, people are banging on the door and I'm not wearing pants. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like I wake up, then we run into Jenny's room and there's just lights flashing everywhere. Someone is banging on the door so loud. And we were like, someone's coming for the guy who used to live here because he was definitely a drug dealer. And we don't have drugs. What do we do? So we call the police and the police are like, uh, we actually have a unit right outside of you. Of you, We'll have them go check it out. So it was actually the police who were banging on the door. They were looking for someone that I'm going to call CC because those are his initials. And they're like, does CC live here? And it's like us. And we're like, no, CC does not live here. We moved in here like six months ago. And so there was a warrant out for his arrest. And then we looked no, up God. <laughs> we looked up the warrant and it was for like a bunch of pretty concerning things. So then um the sheriff came another time. There was another person named Jasmine with a Z that lived there who had a warrant in another area. And basically like four people had lived there before and they all had warrants in different counties. So like police were coming over all the time trying to arrest them and we're like, they don't live here. <laughs> Um, eventually CC gets arrested for, I think, rape and attempted murder (laughs) and goes to jail. But we were like constantly in fear of like people coming. So then fast forward to like nine months, eventually it's the springtime and we had really big trees in our yard and our plumbing had been made of clay pipes And every time it would water a lot, the roots of those trees would spread and then the clay pipes would start breaking down more and more, which led to sewage leaking in our yard. And it would like you would hear the toilet like gargle. And then if you were in the shower, you knew it was go time to get out because sewage would start coming. It wouldn't come out like the faucet. It would come up like, you know, the like circle metal part that usually drains the water if it's too high in the bath. Yeah. It was just sewage coming out of there. Oh. And it would go into our laundry, our washer, oh, our washing gosh. machine. And so 
eventually <laughs> I had someone come and look at it and they're like, you're going to have to have all of the pipes replaced because every time it rains, it's going to get worse. And you have live sewage in your yard. Rats are going to start coming. And I was like, it was one thing to have cockroaches and mice. I was like, I cannot handle rats. So then we like, um, basically Jenny's um, uncle um, was a um, landlord for a lot of, or like he owned a lot of property. So he kind of knew the legality of what we were owed. So we wrote a huge note basically to our landlord saying we're breaking this lease for X amount of reasons and we will, you know, we're going to break it early and not get a penalty because we can't live in these conditions. And he agreed to it as long as we found someone else to live with us, like to replace the one month that we wanted to break. Cause we were like, I think at a lot of the months by this point, we had found a place that was actually closer to Pooja's house and it was like twice as big um, and about the same rent. And so we went from a three bedroom tiny house to, I think it was like, 1100 square feet to another house that was four bedroom and I think it was like just over 2000 square feet and um we got really lucky because we applied to it the Thursday before they did an open house and I think the open house had over 100 applicants to live there so we moved into that house and that house was great except the landlord was the creepiest dude like we were moving in and he was like, I need to take your pictures. And so he, he had us take pictures with our license That's in case so something happened. And I remember him taking a picture of Jenny and he was like, you see these lights we got here? We're like, yeah. And he's like, they make you look real white. You know, she looks real white. And Kim was like, okay, okay. <laughs> and then eventually like he had, he would come over all the time unannounced and like was obviously <laughs> in love with Jenny and Kim I had at this point in my life was like I'm gonna have my hair purple and like blue and so I think he just thought I was like this weird goth girl that he didn't wasn't attracted to so he'd always be like is Kim here <laughs> like, is Jenny around and I was like yeah and so then they would have to talk to him so eventually I was like no they're not here and then he came over one day because they had done a like addition where it used to be a garage and they made it into an extra bathroom and room but the like bathroom head wasn't hitting the fixtures right so it was like leaking everywhere so he came over and he was like jenny kim can y'all put a bathing suit on and shower so we can see what oh you mean <laughs> and kim was in her room and she's like i'm not here like not here and I was like unfortunately like Kim is not here and Jenny is not willing to do that and Jenny's like just take this pan and put it where our head would be oh my <laughs> gosh so, that is so creepy so creepy so then eventually like Kim went to get the mail or something he's like is that Kim we're like yeah Kim's getting the mail and he's like a mail there's a mail here and we're like no like the mail and he was like oh, oh okay and then, so this was, like, we moved in, like, very early um, January, I want to say. And then he had, like, asked to be our friends on, like, LinkedIn or something. And then on Valentine's Day, Jenny got, like, a personal message from him wishing her a very happy Valentine's Day. And she got up and wrote a message to Kim and I and was like, did... 
I forget what his name was, but like whoever his name was, did he send you guys a Valentine's Day message? We're like, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> it was just so creepy. And eventually our landlord sold to a different property management company, thank God, because they were like just normal. And the only time they heard of us is if we put in like a maintenance request online. Um, but that is also the house. So eventually Kim moved back to Virginia because she got a career opportunity that she couldn't say no to. So then we had this other girl named Jenny move in. And we were actually robbed at that place. And that was terrifying. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So like I had come home and I'm very much sorry. We're probably like way over on time. This will be the last story to tell. Um, but I am very much the type of person who's like, I'm going to take 16 bags at once. Like I will not take two trips. So I had every bag of grocery and I've been gone all day, every grocery that I had. And I go to like open the door and it just like floats open. I was like, that's weird. And I look over and like the molding that's supposed to be on the inside of your door is gone. And I was like, huh. And I, when I had like driven into the driveway, there were like these golf balls that had Jesus fish on them. And I just had assumed one of the Jennies had gotten it for one of their dads for Father's Day or something. But that was like my first hint that something was off. So then I like looked and I was like, oh, someone kicked our door in. So I like go back to my car because I don't know if they're still in the house. And I call Jenny, who's like babysitting. I'm like, um, I think we were robbed. She's like, what? <laughs> I was like, someone broke into our house and I haven't gone inside and I don't know what to do. And she's like, call the police. I'm going to call Leon, who is like our cousins. I say that I call her cousins, my cousins, because we all grew up together, but basically her cousin's husband. So she was calling him to come over and then the police come and they're like, yeah, there's been a couple break-ins and they basically had come through the back door, just kicked it in. Um, so if you don't know, put longer bolts or um, screws into your door because otherwise they can just like straight up kick your door in which they did and they had ransacked the first bedroom which was the second Jenny's um, and then they had gone through um, Jenny who I grew up with and Mai's room but like nothing compared to her her room was trash they threw everything you could tell they started there and then eventually got to our rooms but were scared and left and they basically just stole all our electronics but they definitely had been surveying our house because we lived between two retired couples like people were home all the time so the fact that they just like broke in our door and stole a few televisions is like kind of alarming but we all got screwed because um only one Jenny and I had renter's insurance and you have to claim $500 to get anything. And they kind of stole so many random things that it didn't make sense for any of us to claim it. And we had like some great friends who like rallied and like gave us some money to try to replace the things that were stolen. Um, but that was like traumatic. Like up until like a year ago, I still will wake up in the middle of the night thinking someone's robbing us. Yeah, of course. That's scary. It was horrifying and it's very like invading of your space and like Jenny who I grew up with her father passed away and um, she had inherited a ring that he had given her mother as an was her engagement ring Um, and it was worth a lot of money and they 
like when we she went to go look for it she didn't find it and i we think they picked it up and it's so big that they thought it was fake and threw it but it was actually real and that was like the saddest thing that we thought for a little bit had been stolen because it was like i think over ten thousand dollars and like irreplaceable so thankfully they just took like televisions and you know tablets and stuff but yeah not so much roommates in nashville but like living conditions now i live i like really lucked out and i live a mile from downtown nashville and i love my neighborhood i just kind of have an asshole of a roommate who sneaks into my pantry and poops and pees and we're really on crate training them (laughs) (laughs) but who is also the cutest but also is the love of my life and my soulmate and i love him so much but i was trying to get a support animal for me and i'm his support human and we're working on it but of course (laughs) i got the most codependent dog the world has ever known well, Elise is cute. I guess we still have your your guys' mouse stories. And then we can get our challenge. When we were in our Fairfax townhouse, we had mice. I think it was only like one or two because it wasn't like a problem. Well, it was like, so the pro. it was right when we moved in. So we didn't like, I don't know if it was an ongoing thing before, but I think we captured like at least four or five. Oh wow. Okay, you're right. So it was a couple, but it wasn't but, it wasn't a problem after that, was it? No. It was um it was it was cuz we had we also our like landlord for that house was also a slumlord. And when we told him we had mice, he was like, "Set out traps." And he was also mm-hmm. a very he was just like a very elderly man, but he also oh. just did not want to deal with any issues, but um after like four or five mice were like listen you need yeah. to call someone and there was a hole that they were coming out of <gasps> see but- that's kind of what happened to us too eventually we got the poison because i was like i can't be picking up dead rats all day or mice like so there's one, one was one when- too many <laughs> so we caught a mouse and i think this was in a kill trap because i think i don't remember but pooch had gone for the weekend and so jesse and i call her and we're like what do we do? She goes, you can either get rid of it yourself or wait till I get home. So oh, we God. put a bowl over it and waited oh. till she got home. Dang, I should have done that. But mine was like pretty gruesome. Like it had dragged, I heard it oh, snap gosh. and then drag its body. Um, but my favorite was one morning. So uh, one morning we had, tr- we tried because there was one mouse that kept getting away from our like actual traps. So we were like, oh, we'll try one of those sticky traps, which are actually not humane because they get oh, stuck on it. Gross. And then they like stay on there for a while. But um, <laughs> Jesse and Grace saw it one morning and Jesse was like making cereal and she like saw it out in the corner of her eye still alive on one of those sticky traps and like threw her cereal up in that like air. And then both <laughs> of them were like, we're just going to go to work early and just left. <laughs> and they're like, Pooch, there's a mouse in the kitchen. Oh, and man. I like had to Google how to get those the mice off and I did not go very far from our house but I just took oil and I was like all right peace out don't come back in our house and I'm sure I probably did yeah um but we also randomly during that time also had a dead rat outside of our house randomly I guess it must have eaten poison from somewhere but it was just like on our like when you open our door and on our back porch and how do you named it I don't 
Because I feel like did. when we did that um, writing we solo mice, video, we named all of the mice in our house oh, Voldemort, yeah. and we yes. yeah. put signs everywhere that said "Kill Voldemort." <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what we did. But when we had the dead rat, Jesse just like stuck her hand outside like the back door and like closed the door, and she was like, "Here, you can deal with it." So I like tried to <laughs> shovel it into the door, and I was like, "Can I come back in the house now?" Uh, but mice are so gross they're so bad like when they're in your living space i was terrified i didn't go in our kitchen like the whole month Ugh. Ugh. and now i have this like i don't even know what it is it looks like a daddy long leg but it's literally longer than my hand it has like a body that's I don't even know, like pill sized, like it's pretty small, but its legs are so big. And I just keep seeing it in different parts of my house and trying huh. to ignore it. Interesting. But it was like in my living room a couple of days ago. And then this morning I have one of those signs that you can like change out the letters or whatever. Yeah. It was just chilling on there. I was like, bro, like, I just need you to leave. Like, I don't, I don't need another roommate. Okay. You're so big. I was like, where's your like web or whatever? Like i'm also chill if you're around if you're eating like the fruit flies but like get out of my kitchen <laughs> it's just rude yep. yep well on that note i have a weekly challenge for us yes i want everyone to post a picture of their cute cute fur roommates um yes. if you have one or if you have children too because i mean they're roommates that don't pay rent either so yeah Post really a picture stopping. of your roommates that don't pay rent um, and tag us in Lilas the podcast, L-Y-L-A-S, the podcast. And I can't wait to see all those cute faces. Yes. We are so glad you listened. Be sure to tell all your friends because you probably have more than us. Feel free to email us at lilasthepodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to follow us on Insta at lilasthepodcast. That's L-Y-L-A-S the podcast see you next tuesday lila Lila.